Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit shapebyfaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more. Welcome to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. I have a very special guest on the show today. Her name is Haley Huskison. She is the board chair and a volunteer with Crossroads Incorporated, or Crossroads Inc. And um, she's going to talk to us about Crossroads, what it is, the mission behind it. But I want to welcome you to Shape by Faith, Haley. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Okay. So I always ask my guests to tell us just a little bit about yourself. So who are you, Haley? I, let's see. I am a mother of one daughter and I have one grandson. Um, I'm a wife of 20 plus years. Um, I have worked at Valor Oil for 28 years. Uh, I have volunteered with um, Crossroads almost since the beginning in 2006. Um, I work, I volunteer, just do what the good Lord called me to do and just take it day by day. I have two dogs too, by the way. So Right. Well, you sound like a very... Um, let me say content person that is willing to do whatever God is asking them to do. Um, I'm not a phonics analysis or anything like that. So <laughs> I'm just saying it comes across in your voice that you have the joy of the Lord in your heart. And obviously you do when you're out there volunteering and you're giving of your time and yourself. Let's hear, okay, about the history of Crossroads, like when it first opened its door, um, how it got started, all that good stuff. Okay. Uh, we became in a uh, 2006 crossroads was birthed and it started in the basement of new life church uh our director at that time michelle eisen she was associate pastor at that church um, with todd camp um it started as a food pantry and a soup kitchen and then yes it just quickly grew um and at some point down the road we needed more space so we found a building some years later, um, moved out of the church, and we are on a six, at 1631 Breckenridge Street now where we've been. That's where we are still. Um, and we were food pantry there. Solely was just food pantry. Then it was laid on our director's heart for years when she had volunteered at St. Benedict's years ago that there was no place for uh, women and children to go. It took her two years of planning, zoning, everything that she had to go through to finally open up a shelter in 2016 that could sleep 20 women and or children. Oh, wow. Okay. So that is amazing. All right. So in a nutshell, what would you say the mission of Crossroads is? To serve others. Mm. I mean, that's, uh, we have done that from day one whether it was that soup kitchen that had started the food pantry. I mean, that's what God has called us to do is to help others. And Mm -hmm. that's whether it be through food, whether it be through um, having women and children come and stay at our shelter, just to be there for him. That's what we do. That's all. I think they all feel that way. Haley, have you always had such a strong faith and a belief in, in Jesus Christ? 
I was not raised um, upbringing. Um, my parents, we weren't church going. Um, I probably didn't start going to church till I was probably in my 20s. Um, I had started to work at a company and the owners, his family, they invited us. I went to Macedonia for quite a few years. Um, and then um, that's how I got started there. I was baptized there um, that I saw people. I heard always about people going on mission trips, but that really didn't feel like it was my thing at that time. Then some years down the road, I became a single parent and um, had to deal with that. And so I've always been taking care of God has always placed somebody in mine and my daughter's life, my entire life, especially when we, she was small, that we were always taking care of. We never went without anything. We may have not had very much, but there was always love. I mean, from the church, everybody showed us that and there's such grace. Um, yeah. It's just, yeah. You know, so. your, your story, I know we don't know each other very well, but I can totally relate to your story. I was a single mom for like five years. I had four children and because of the people in the church that gathered around me and my children, I was never in want. Um, you know, now I never asked for anything, but they through the members and they never said who they were. My needs were always met, even though I was still working four jobs. I mean, I'd come home and find diapers on my church, on my porch, <laughs> or I'd find money in the front seat of my car. That's when we kept our cars unlocked <laughs> way back when God is just that good. He yes. is just that good. And so I totally get it and understand why you also want to give back and to help others because it is such a blessing it to is. help others that are in need because you've been there, you've done that, and you know what God can do for them. Yeah. Um, how would people find out about Crossroads? I mean, how do they even know it exists? Um, we have a Facebook page called Crossroads Inc. Um, you can go on there and explain some of what we do. Um, and there's a lot of posts and things on there of what's going on. Um, and then we also have a website called uh, crossroadsownsworld.org that explains a lot of our, our programs and how to get assistance and contact form, how you can volunteer, um, how you can make donations and some of the history of our mission and things like that. Yeah. You've got a great website. I was on it just kind of looking over some things and you provide a lot. Crossroads provides a lot for people who are in need. And now are these mainly women and children that you serve on in the, the overnight shelter? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That uh, mostly women, but we are there for women and children should a, a mother come in with kids and things like that. But the majority of our guests have probably always been women of all ages, anywhere from 18 years old to up in there. I'm going to guess maybe sixties and seventies. I wouldn't be surprised if we had some that, that were at that age. Wow. What are yeah. some of the circumstances behind women stopping there to spend the night to get some help? Um, we've had some, some of the stories that I've heard from some of the girls, uh, a young girl followed a 
guy from who knows where to here. And then she's without because she's away from her family. Some of men runaways. Um, some of them, we don't take abusive um, situations. We refer those to Oasis because we feel that they're safer there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they're trained to do. So that's where they need to go because they're better equipped to handle things like that than what we are since we're just an overnight emergency shelter. Um, just different ones. Uh, they've lost their jobs. Um, um, some may have been drugs, alcohol. Um, and then there's some mental illness too. That, mm. And that was the biggest shock for me when I very first started volunteering there in 2016 was um, how much there is actually in women compared to I'm going to say compared to men. I've never really been around a lot of homeless men, but mm-hmm. so. Wow. Okay. So some of the resources that you provide, you know, to help people with poverty and homelessness is um, you're also an emergency food assistance. Yes. You help them with that. Can you explain that? Yes. Uh, we are uh, Tri-State Food Bank supplies uh, our USD part of our foods um, for our food pantry. We get a truck in once a month from them. They have been, I can't even tell you the thousands of pounds of food that we go through every month. It is just mind boggling. Um, then we also have uh, donations from the community. Um, you might have organizations do food drives or just like schools, the club will have a don't, you know, a donation, um, things like that. Churches, We've had all different kinds of organizations that um, have done that for us. We also have a, a Meyer simply give food donation cards. Uh, we they take care of us, as in when they moved here to from when they first. I'm sorry, when they first opened their store here, they contacted us and they provide us with food donation cards. And they do a couple of times a year. They do a, a food donation card drive where they'll double match. And we get double the $10 that they normally give us when people buy them, they give us 30. And so that helps us when our donations are really down low, we can go to Meyer, we can buy with these and that's all we can get with is food to fill up our shelves to help provide food when um, our tri-state food bank is not last as long as it should, which is right now that's really bad. We've increased so much over the past few months because the government assistance has been cut. And so, we're seeing a huge increase of um, families coming in now. Okay. Let's take a real quick break right here. When we come back, we're going to hear more from Haley about Crossroads Inc. Everyone stay tuned. Welcome back to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. My guest is Haley Huskinson. She's the board chair and a volunteer at Crossroads Inc., um, Haley, I love hearing what other people are doing to help other people out. And that's definitely what Crossroads is doing. And that is their mission, like you said, to serve others. So let's talk about some of the other programs that Crossroads offers um, to help. So there's one called, I believe it's called Nana's Cupboard. Is that correct? Yes, it is. All right. So tell us about that. It's a program we just started in, it hasn't been going for very long, but it, it had been something laid on our director's heart um, at the time. 
that she wanted to help the grandparents that are in our senior park commodity part of our program that are raising their grandchildren. And right now we have like 21 grandparents that have 44 grandchildren that they are raising that we give them extra food like to, for the weekends and things like that to help supplement what they're already getting. Cause they can get that box. They can get this amount of food plus they can get their seniors and it just helps out with uh, feeding these children that they're raising. You know, and you're hearing about this and you're seeing this more and more. I know another um, nonprofit organization that started a grandparents program just because they're raising their grandchildren. And of course, you don't plan for this. Right. You you don't. And so, again, it kind of blindsides you when that happens. And there's so Mm -hmm. many loving grandparents that are raising their grandchildren. And that's awesome that you guys are helping them. Tell us about your senior food program. We have a senior commodities food uh, program that is also through uh, fund uh, Tri-State Food Bank. And we right now we have 500 plus seniors that receive a food box once a month. And we do have some that are on a waiting list, but um, yeah, this is just a supplemental thing for them to get to. Um, and they can also get a food box from the food pantry uh, also um, when they have that. Okay. So, okay. Let me, so I understand what you're saying. So do, okay. So you have a special day once a month that seniors can show up to get a food box. Is that correct? Yes. Right now we're doing everything through drafts through um, to try to keep uh, contact between our clients um, for food and our volunteers. Plus we're shorthanded on volunteers. So it's kind of limited on just letting anybody come in and pick out food. So they drive, they drive up and and the line is huge behind where our alley is at and behind down the street. It's just the most, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen Um, because there's so much need out there, but they do. um, We have a couple of days a week that we just have where seniors can come in and then they can also get like fresh fruits and vegetables and things like that where they get from other places that are brought in from another um, organization and then they can get their food. And then there's another two days on the week, which is on our on our Facebook page that um, it's for regular clientele that can come in and get food. Wow. OK, so you mentioned volunteers. Obviously, you guys need a lot of volunteers. So let's say someone's listening they hear about the program Crossroads Inc. and they want to help out. So what are some things that volunteers could do? Um, our food pantry needs volunteers to just come in and like bag up food or box up food or unload a truck, um, help unload the trucks that bring the produce and stuff in that they have. They get in almost every day. Um, just help keep things orderly. Um, and honestly, you can either fill out a contact form on our uh, website or John, who is our our director of our hunger relief part, he said you can just show up and ask for him and he'll put you in the right direction and puts you to work. So he's an awesome guy. So it sounds like it. How many volunteers do you currently have on board now? I mean, do you have a lot of volunteers or no. are you in need of volunteers? We do need volunteers. He said he on a good day, he, if he can have eight volunteers a day, it's a good day to have those. And they could take more. Um, I think they're just trying to keep people's face out with, you know, the COVID numbers and stuff like that, trying to keep people safe. But uh, eight is a good number in a day. And I think they're there usually Monday through Friday doing whatever, you know, if they've got shelves to stock or trucks to unload or clientele to wait on anything like that, um, he'd be glad to have them. Okay. 
Um, and of course, we're going to talk about people can also give financially if they cannot give of their time. We're going to we're going to bring that up as well in that third segment um, that's coming up next. But um, let's get back to crossroads and some of the things, um, you know, within the logistics of what goes on. So, all right. Um, does a person, all right, they need a shelter, they need to stay somewhere. Do they, you said they contact you or, or how do they get in to get a bed that night? Do they have to go through all this paperwork or what? No, no, there, well, we do have like just information forms. We don't have like any intake paperwork where they have to wait. They can literally walk up to the door and say, I need a place to stay tonight. You fill out a few forms just to give us some information. Cause we like to track that and to see if they need any kind of help. And you've got a bed for the night. So okay. we have we have central dispatch calls us some nights at 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night asking if we've got a bed because somebody's been let released and they have no place to go. Mm-hmm. And so and I, we have had police officers more than once tell how thankful that we are there because of this kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And they'll bring them in if we've got a bed and they've got a place to stay for the night. And then either someone else is knowing going to come the next morning or, you know, we can kind of point them in the right direction of where to get some help. Um, and it's a new day for them. So how long can they stay? Do they just stay that one night? Can they come back that night if they don't have any place to go? Oh, that they can stay with us as long as they need to, um, women and children, we do try to get them into more stable housing because we are only an emergency overnight shelter. We don't want to put the moms and the children through that. Um, we do try to get them into other places that are where that's more uh, not stable, but where they can stay longer. Um, mm-hmm. They don't have to leave during the day because it's just not good for kids to have to do that. So, right. So you obviously help get them pointed in the right direction. I mean, because some I'm sure some people just don't know what to do. So you you guide them or you, do you contact other agencies, reach out to them to see if they can help out? Yes. The director part of our um, shelter, Macy, she is the one that um, like she'll contact the Patino shelter or even other shelters in nearby areas like in Henderson or Evansville somewhere. If we can try to get them in somewhere that's more suited for women and children to be able to stay longer than just a night. um, It's so much better for them if they're able to do that. So what are they provided when, when they first come in for the night, you set a bed, do they eat anything or what goes yes. on? Um, they come in, we, we have, uh, we have bunk beds now, um, which are amazing. Um, and they come in, um, they'll have a hot meal every night. We have pretty much every night of the month is taken care of through the generosity of the community. Um, we have at least 17 regular meal providers every month whether it be individuals or work groups or church groups, um, anybody, they just get together, they work together and they provide them a meal every night. Wow. That's pretty. Do you need people to still sign up to provide meals? How does that work? Yes, we do. Um, I posted on our Facebook page um, every month for the next month. And I try to get the next month clear and full before it even starts. Cause I want to make sure that these, people are going to have something to eat every single night. That's part of my job. It's my heart. I can't, I can't even bear the thought. And I've got some backup people that'll help out too. If uh, somebody has to cancel. 
So, so they, just, people make food off site. They don't make it there. Is that correct? And they, yes. they make a meal and they bring it in. Okay. Yes. Okay. Sometimes they'll have pizza delivered. Sometimes they'll order it DoorDash and they'll bring it to the door. I mean, it's the most amazing, especially with COVID. Um, we had, we had a lot of that where people just couldn't, didn't feel comfortable or we wouldn't let them in because of everything that was going on, but they'll just drop it off at the door and we let the women serve themselves right mm-hmm. now. So. Got you. Okay. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be back in just a minute. Everyone stay tuned. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. Haley, I love hearing what Crossroads Inc. is doing in our community and, and how it's impacting so many lives. So I'm certain you have a inspirational story that you would love to share with us, right? Yes, I have one in particular uh, that was a former guest when we very first opened. She was there and, and she is such a blessing. She's one of the most amazing people in her testimony. If anybody can hear it, it's just amazing. Um, and she did give me permission to use her name. So I'm, she's okay with that. So sure. Go ahead. Um, she messaged me and she wanted me to share this. Um, her name is Brenda and this is how she explains crossroads and what it meant to her. For me, crossroads was exactly that a crossroads. At the time I walked in the doors, I had been on the streets for a long time. I had been in madness basically my whole life. Little did I know a small homeless shelter would end up being God's biggest tool. I was not quite ready to give up what I had known my whole life, the drugs and drinking and everything else that comes with that life. Even though I didn't want to give up those things, I knew God was changing my life. At Crossroads, I didn't need to meet standards that I wasn't able to. For me, it was a place to grow, a place that honestly helped me figure out what was next for my life. When I first arrived, it was not within my power to be sober. If not for crossroads, I would have not, I would have never met the people that I have in my life that guided me to God and rehab. Today, I have, I have over five years sober. I am stable in life with a house, a car, and a job. I know if not for crossroads, I would have had no place to start this journey. The lost person who walked through those doors, I don't even recognize anymore by the grace of God. I'm so thankful for the way God used Crossroads to help save me. Oh, wow. I know. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Woo. Well, that is Crossroads in a nutshell right there. Um, wow. What God has done through Crossroads, Inc. Um, it's just incredible impacting the life, just loving on someone, just helping someone out. I love that, that, you know, Crossroads met Brenda right where she was at and did not judge her, you know, didn't throw her out because of this or that didn't judge that. That's, that's what we're supposed to be doing. That is what we're called to do as a follower of Christ. Wow. Okay. I'm not going to cry here. Okay. I can't on (laughs) I'm not, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, do you have another, do you have anything else? Any other, I'm sure you, I'm sure you could probably talk the rest of the time, but give us one more, give us something else as well. Oh, another story. Yeah. Oh, we've had other ones that, um, that have been there with their children and the father would be at St. Benedict's and they would be there and that through after COVID hit and they got in a good spot, they're in their own house and they're both have jobs. I mean, they're doing great. We had another one. She was with us for a while. She actually has her children back now. She's had them back for quite a few years. She's married and got more children and she's doing amazing. I mean, 
there's so many stories that I can tell you guys about that it's just little things. I mean, just know when they, they come and they tell you and they're getting an apartment and mm. they've got a job and they're on their way. I mean, the, the looks on their faces and oh my gosh, it's just the most amazing thing ever. They just needed a little help, didn't they? We all yes, need they- a little help, don't we? Yes. Let's let's talk about the greatest needs for the shelter. Like, what do you need now? How can the community step up or organizations or churches and help out Crossroads? Um, Right now, we need uh, companion volunteers uh, for some of our shifts. We can use those. Um, We're in dire need of those. What is that exactly? Um, The shifts can start at 7 and they can go till 10 or they can do later ones. Some people are night owls, so we can take those too. But the, the hours are from seven until six in the morning. And uh, we can take anything in that realm if somebody wants to volunteer. Um, that would be going through our contact form on our uh, uh, website or messages us on Facebook and, and then we'll get it to the right person. Okay. Um, we always use bus passes, paper products, you know, paper towels, toilet paper, socks is a huge thing, uh, clean supplies, trash bags, anything like that that we that it's just a basic need especially with sanitizing and everything more so now than what we used to have to that's a big need right there where can people get bus passes to give you um you can go down to the uh transit department there uh on fist off of fifth street they're the bus and you can walk and buy them and then you can just bring them to the shelter any night um and they'll uh, our director will take care of them, handing them out to the women. Cause honestly, that's some of the only transportation that some of these women have to get around to uh, anywhere they need to go jobs or doctor's appointments or whatever um, to get them through till they can come back in at seven o'clock that night. Okay. With a minute to go, let's talk about financial giving. How can someone give in that way? I mean, wh- would $20 help Would $30 help Would you know, give us some insight no amount is too small um we have some people that just automatically have deducted out of their account every month and they can go on our website and they can give uh, we have paypal we're working on venmo right now so we will have that or they can uh, send checks into our uh, breckenridge street address okay is there anything else you want to say Haley, before we have to close out just thank you to everyone out there, whether you pray for us or you donate or you bring us food or you bring shoes in the middle of the night to some of our women and children. You, We can't tell you how much we appreciate everything everybody has ever done for us. And we're going to keep going because it's what we're called to do. Amen. Haley, thank you so much for coming on Shape by Faith and everyone listening. Let's help out Haley and Crossroads Inc. Um, but Haley, thank you. And we're thank praying you. for you. Absolutely. And thank you for listening. I'm Teresa Rowe. Everyone have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit shapebyfaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more.